0: Southeast Wisconsin has some of the best high school and college athletes in the country. How did they get their start? Where did they begin their journey? It's time to talk about some of the best youth sports
1: programs in the area. 10% luck, 20% skill, 15% concentrated power of will. It's time for the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan &
0: Jorgensen Heating & Cooling. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern.
1: Welcome to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling, on 12:50 a.m. The Fan. I am Mike McGivern, and we're talking Spartan Youth Football today with the president of that organization. He is uh, goes by Hardy. Hardy Sawal. Hey, Hardy, how you doing today? Doing good, Mike. How are you doing? Good. Hey, so you know, doing some research. Your first name is not Hardy. Where where'd that come from?
0: It's a, it's a good one. I get that one a lot. Uh, my first name was actually Richard, and uh, my parents, uh, when I was little, they, they didn't want to call me Richard, so uh, they uh, were looking for a nickname, and they didn't like Rick or, uh, or Dick or any of those other ones, so they took the last four letters out of Richard, and they added a Y, and uh, it's stuck ever since.
1: Man, that's Awesome. You know what? I would say thanks to your mom and dad. Hardy's good. That uh, I don't know if you're a tough uh, alumni from Brookfield East or not, but Hardy sounds like a tougher name than Richard or any of the other ones. So, you know what? Good for them. Hey, how long have you been uh, part? How long have you been the president of Spartan Youth Football?
0: Yeah, I'm starting my third year right now.
1: So this last year, Hardy, nobody told you, you know what was uh, what you were in for. I can tell you that. And I have two grandsons. Um, well, one grandson that played last year and another one that's going to play this year in uh, in the Junior Spartans program. And I know that, boy, it was difficult for everybody involved. But I'm wondering, as the president of this organization, you know, w- w- there was no template for you on what to do, how to do it, when to do it, when to back off, when to get into practice, all of that. And I'm wondering where the direction came from for you um, to make sure that these kids were safe and got a chance to play football.
0: Yeah, you know uh, there was a lot of help from uh, a board. We've got a really strong uh, board of directors for the Junior Spartans, and uh, you know I'd say too the the league, the AUIFL, you know was was really uh, great throughout the process with you know really the goal of saying you know let's let's find a way to get these kids to play. And uh, let's not give up on the season really uh, on the, under any circumstances unless there's just no way to make it happen. And, and uh, you know, with that mindset, you know, you start getting creative on, you know, hey, what are the options here and, and what can we do? And, and I think uh, I think that's, that's how the season unfolded last year.
1: Yeah, you know, and I know Mike Brewer, and I know a lot of the guys that, that are involved in that. And, and I talked to him in the middle of it or in the beginning of it and then again in the middle of it. And he said, "Look, we're you know we're doing the best we can, and we're taking some direction from the WIAA. You know, states all around us, Hardy. None of them played. None of them played. And the WIAA, as much as guys like me will get on some of the decisions they make, man, I give them full credit. They basketball season, they played football. You know, there's I had a few issues with a couple of things. I thought that along with my co-host Ryan McMillan, who's the AD at Muskego, when we we're doing our show." They, they came out and said, look, we're going to give you two options, you know, play in the fall or you can hold off and play in the spring. And I thought, had they just said, look, here's your option, play in the fall. And then as schools would go, look, we're not going to be able to do that. Then bring that spring option, you know, out and say, OK, here's a second option. But we wanted to try to get everybody to play in the fall. You know, there's one league here that's playing right now. Um, there's a, a really good league up in the Valley that's playing, but Still, the Milwaukee teams aren't playing. The Madison teams aren't playing. So I give the WI some credit, and I certainly give Mike Brewer and, and the people that run uh, the league that you're in some credit as well.
0: Yeah, I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, you know, I think uh, for myself, and I think I can speak for all the players, of Junior Spartans. I mean, I think everyone's really thankful that we had that chance to get out there and uh, play football in fall, and uh, you know, get get a little bit normalcy back uh, at the start of the school year.
1: Yeah, I agree with that for sure. As we talk with Hardy, if you live uh, in the Brookville area or your kids are going to school in the Brookville area, uh, juniorspartans.org is the website you would go to, juniorspartans.org. Um, Hardy, is there still time if if people want to have their kids still get involved in junior Spartan football? They haven't missed any deadlines yet, have they?
0: No, they have not. There we're certainly uh – You know, looking for uh, more players. Uh, We've got room on uh, all of our rosters. So, yeah, absolutely. If anyone's interested in playing, uh, go to the website. We've got a giant button you can't miss to uh, start the registration
1: process. On their website, front page. And and I always comment about organizations that put their mission statement, you know, their soul, who they are. And they put it on their front page in writing. So they can't can't run from this. They have it right there for you to read before you sign up, before you get your kids involved. And you can read it for yourself, but I'll tell you the part I highlighted. The mission of Brookfield Junior Spartan Youth Football as an organization is to promote the game of football in the Brookfield East School District for children 5th through 8th grade who will be attending Brookfield East. We help young athletes reach their full potential through teaching the fundamentals of the game, creating opportunities to improve character and leadership. So Hardy, look, I, if I'm a parent and I am, I'm, I'm a grandparent of kids that are playing in an organization. If I come to games or I show up at a practice and I see things that go against that mission, I'm calling you, right?
0: You bet. You bet you are. And if, uh, there's something that's going on that's against that mission. Uh, I need to know about it, and, uh, you know, I'll make sure it's corrected because, you know, I, uh, I'm glad you read that, Mike, because, uh, you know, that mission statement is, uh, I think, really important, and it's more than, you know, just winning games, right? It, it's it's about um, really developing the character of these kids, and, and uh, you can't do that if you've got, you know, problems going on on the sidelines, et cetera.
1: The, the last part of that mission statement, and, again, the reason I, I like that is they can't, They're they're not hiding this on page seven on Google or anything. It's right there. Our athletes learn the reward of hard work and commitment to the team and demonstrate behaviors in line with good sportsmanship and good citizenship. Hey, Hardy, I got to tell you, I didn't know that I would be that grandfather at a youth football game. But I was. I got to tell you the quick story about this. Keegan was playing out in McGuanago, and normally they'll play Saturday mornings, and I'm on the air, and I don't get a chance to go see him play, and he played at 1 o'clock, and I got off the air, and I zipped out to McGuanago, and I got there just at kickoff, and um, the parents all, you had to sit in one section or one area up in the stands, and it turned out when I went to pay to get in, the guy said, hey, big time Mike McGivern, what are you doing here? I said, my grandson's playing. Is it okay if I sit in the small bleachers in the end zone over there? I just want to hang out by myself. He said, yeah, you go ahead. So I'm sitting there, and Keegan's playing um, receiver and cornerback. McGuanago doesn't throw the ball at all. And Brookfield East because it's it's really – these are little guys, man, at fifth grade, and they don't throw it a ton. So I'm watching the game, and it's fun to watch. But, you know, my grandson not getting a ton of action, and that's okay. Now it's fourth and I don't know ten from the McGuanago twenty yard line. Brookfield East is winning six nothing, and everybody, I you know, we're gonna they're gonna punt. They're obviously gonna punt. Well, they, this was early the season; hadn't done a lot of practicing in the punting area because in fifth grade, as you know, Hardy, there's a lot of things to go over before that. So oh, yeah. they throw a pass, and my grandson catches it and takes off running down the sidelines. And they catch him on, they they tackle him on like the 20-yard line going in. And I jumped off the bleachers, Hardy, and I'm running like a crazy person. Look, I've been around this. I've been around sports for my entire life. I couldn't believe I became that guy. And I walk, because now I'm on, I'm like on the sidelines at this point. And I walk behind the team, and now they're going to just run the clock out. They're going to win the game. And I said, I yelled, Keegan, Keegan. And he turned, he took his helmet off, he had that big smile on his face. And I said, Keegan, other than my kids being born and me marrying the prettiest girl I'd ever seen, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen right there. And without missing a beat, my grandson said, what pretty girl did you marry? I said, you're not going to get you for that. And he laughed. And so now I'm walking away and I look at the head coach. It's Rex Holtz. I coach Rex Holtz in like Pony League baseball. I go, hey, Rex, what's going on? And he goes, Coach? I go, yeah. He goes, you got to be kidding me. What are you doing here? I said, that's my grandson. He goes, man, how old are you? And I told him, we're like three years apart. He goes, you were 17 when you coached me? I said, yeah. He said, I thought you were like an old man. And I said, man, you haven't changed a bit. You got a little bit bigger, a little bit grayer. But other than that, that voice, man. So I had a ball, Hardy, and I became one of those grandparents. So to the president of the, the Spartan football, the youth, uh, the junior Spartan football program, let me apologize to you for being that guy once. I, I like, it lost my mind, Hardy. <laughs> it,
0: you know, you know, it's, it's, uh, there is something about youth football. And when you see some of these kids uh, succeed uh, on the field, especially if, you know, if it's your own kid or, or a kid that's near and dear to your heart, um, I mean, the the excitement just goes through the roof, and and uh, I, I would say no no need to apologize. Uh, I mean, I think that's that's the draw for youth sports, and and uh, you know, trying to see kids uh, succeed on the field, it's it's exciting.
1: I did say to him, man, I'm a little surprised you got caught. He said, me too. That won't happen again. I said, okay. <laughs> and he caught one at Slinger, and I'm watching the film because I wasn't there, and there was five kids from Slinger chasing him. And I don't know, all of a sudden, he just hit a different speed and he was gone. And Hardy, when he got to the end zone, he he didn't exactly know what to do because he'd not been there before. (laughs) Other players are coming to chest bumping and he's kind of looking around like, and he ran to the official, handed him the ball. And I mean, I'm like, man, that's awesome. You know, the kid just didn't know. And so I called him and had him on the phone after. In fact, they were driving home. I had him live on my show. And. I can tell you that um, they had a great experience being part of of your organization, and they didn't know my son-in-law coached there. And Now he's on the board, and he's coaching, and we may talk to him later in the show. But, man, it was pretty fun for for Keegan, and and, uh, I I thank you for that.
0: Yeah, you know, and and, uh, just kind of coming back to your whole comment about COVID, you know, uh, I think what makes it extra special is, you know, Last year in August, we had no idea if we were going to be even being able to have a season, right? So, um, you know, we were able to, you know, we didn't start till September, uh, but, you know, just the fact that we were able to uh, get a couple weeks of uh, work in early and get get a five game season, you know, gave these kids, like your grandson, an opportunity to play football. And, uh, you know, what what a great experience and what a bunch of memories.
1: 100%. No doubt. Hey, last question before we get to a break because we're going to talk to this young man uh, sometime throughout the show. But you had talked about, you know, it's okay because youth sports, that's what it's all about, whether it's your grandson or your son. Um, you coach Zeke, correct? I do. And he is in what grade? Uh, he's currently in seventh grade. Okay. How has that gone for you guys? Because I coached my son in basketball, and there's you know there's always yeah, sometimes there's some issues, and I could tell you it was more with my son's mom, my wife, if I didn't play him enough
0: uh yeah, you know, I would say for the most part, it's gone pretty good, but uh, there's certainly been a few moments there where uh you know you get get a little uh uh conversations in the home yep. that way.
1: <laughs> no, no doubt, did you coach your older son as well?
0: Uh, I did not. No, I've got a freshman boy, and uh, I did not coach him uh, in uh, tackle football. I did coach him in flag football uh, before he started with junior
1: sports. And what is his first name? His name is Eli. Eli, and he's a freshman over at Brook East? Correct. That's awesome. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to kind of dig in a little bit. I've got a number of questions uh, for Hardy, who is, again, he's the president of the uh, Spartan Youth Football Program. I've got a number of questions Um One of the questions, Hardy, that you need to be prepared for is what keeps you up at night? And I'll give you the reason I asked that question on the other side of the break. This is the U Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan & Jorgensen Heating & Cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen, heating and cooling on 1250 and the fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking Spartan youth football. Brookfield East, Spartan youth football with the president of this organization. Hey, Hardy, um, when we talked a little bit before uh, the last segment about you still have room, kids can still sign up. What grades um, do you guys have football teams and how many teams per per grade?
0: Yes, yeah, so we have uh, teams in uh, fifth through eighth grade, and uh, we currently have one team per grade level. And uh, got uh, you know younger kids that are really eager to uh, get going. We do t- allow uh, fourth graders to play up on that fifth grade team if uh, if they'd like to.
1: Well, that's I think that's really smart. I, I do. Hey, have you guys talked about you know the the thing that started a couple years ago? Rookie tackle. Are you familiar with that?
0: You know, I've heard of it, but
1: I'm not real familiar with it. So they, um, it, it is. The, there's, I think, seven kids on on the side, and they go, um, they go sideways instead of the length of the field. And it, it, because of of the amount of kids on on the, the team, it's um, there's going to be less of a chance of a kid flying up and hitting somebody, somebody getting hurt. And they're really um, very much teaching the 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 tackling, the correct tackling. Um, techniques, and I know that you guys are part of Heads Up Football. I I read a lot of that um, uh, this afternoon, um, but it it's just it's rookie ball. It's it's in this in this area with a couple of leagues, and I can tell you that um, the guy that we had on, who was the head football coach up at Menominee, they they don't start full contact until their freshman year in high school, and he said, Mike, what's happened here in Menominee, and this guy, Coach Budis has won cha- state championships, and he he was he qualified for the playoffs for like 30 years in a row. And he said, what happens in fifth grade, if I have 26 kids in fifth grade and they go through and I have 26 kids in eighth grade, I'm going to have 26 kids as freshmen that come out. They're no longer afraid of the contact part. The parents now trust us because this is the progression that they do with flag, then, then helmets, and all of that. And it's just interesting that, you know, I I believe, Hardy, that football's never been safer. And I don't know if you believe that or not, but I, I do. I, I think the way you guys go about your business now and the practices that you have, I, I, I don't think football has ever been safer.
0: Yeah, you know, Mike, I, I would agree with that 100%. Um, you know, as you mentioned, we're uh, participants in the USA uh, football program, the heads-up program, and, uh, you know, we get all our coaches certified every single year. And uh, you know, every year there's there's additional you know teaching points that hey, uh, are beneficial to the uh, to the players, to the coaches, and, and really adding that player safety thing.
1: Hey, Hardy, did did you change your phone at all uh, during the break? Because it, it uh... no, I got that reverb. Oh, there we go. It sounded a little bit better there. Good. And and so you know, when when we talked about that as far as being safe, it's it's just never been safer. I remember, and I'm an old guy, Hardy, but. You know, going two days over at Mesmer High School, and if you got thirsty, they said take a salt pill. Salt pill? Man, give me some water. What are you talking about? And you know, bull in the ring, and all of Nutcracker, all of those drills, and not too much of that going on anymore anywhere. And I and I think that that, you know, as a grandparent, uh, you know, I'm happy about that because these kids certainly are learning the technique. Hey, what? Um, as the president of this organization, and, and, and let me preface this with I, I was doing a Midwest Orthopedic Sports Medicine show for years, and people kept saying, hey, why don't you do a youth sports show? And then I'd get calls, Hardy, from people, random people going, hey, how does the Franklin Youth Football Program do it? And i go, what? Well, they got all new uniforms every year. They got all the kids. They got all these kids. They got this. They got this. How they do it? I go, why are you calling me? Well, you know those guys. I said, you call them. Well, we don't do that. That's not how we do things in youth football. I said, okay. So I had the the Franklin group in the first time I did a youth show. And I said to the the, the woman that was there, what keeps you up at night? She said, I can't get parents to volunteer. I said, really? She said, we have a $150 buyout. And like church, you know, 90% of the work is done by 10% of the people. And I need help. And that's what keeps me up at night. I said, why don't you raise your buyout to like 500 bucks? She goes, well, I'm not going to do that. I go, why? I I, I may give you 150 and not volunteer, but I'm not giving you 500. So as the president of this organization, what keeps you up at night?
0: You know, I think the the thing keeps me up at night is just really making sure that uh, all the kids are are having a great experience. Um, You know, kids, uh, you know, Fifth grade to eighth grade. This is their first time coming out, and, and there's a lot of kids that uh, you might be a little bit hesitant playing. And uh, you know, we just really want to make sure that that we're putting kids in a position to succeed on the field, and uh, you know, giving them an opportunity to to get better, and and uh, hopefully continue to uh, come back year after year and uh, learn the sport of football, and and uh, hopefully play at the high school level.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the, that's kind of the key, right? Um, what you're trying to do is to get them excited and, and, and to play at the high school level. And I know that Coach Farley, look, Brookfield East has that, that is a really good program. That's known as one of the better programs. And it wasn't years ago. And, and I know you graduated from Brookfield East. I don't know what the football program was like when you were there, but it went through some, some tough times for a while and coach Swiddle came in and and kind of turned it and coach Farley's taken it to a great level and you know it it it's i think it's in a really good shape right now as long as we continue to have kids in that funnel.
0: Yeah, I think you're exactly right. Uh when I played there, uh football definitely played second fiddle to soccer uh for boys fall sports and uh you know, yeah, there's been a massive turnaround and and uh really it's a uh, great culture, I think, right now, and, and we're just trying to build off of uh, like you mentioned Coach Swiddle and, and Coach Barley have built over the past couple of years and and uh, get kids engaged and, and excited about playing football.
1: Hey, when you look at the numbers, um, how, ba- how did COVID affect the total numbers of kids in the program?
0: You know, our numbers were pretty consistent between uh, 2019 and 2020. Um, you know, we had uh, a handful of kids that were signed up you know, in spring, and uh, as we approach the season, with with COVID uh, really taking a kind of a bad turn in the fall, uh, I'd say I mean, it's less than ten kids that that opted to go and say, "Hey, we just don't feel comfortable playing this year." Um, but uh, the numbers uh, were were we we're pleasantly surprised with uh, how strong our numbers were.
1: Boy, that's uh, that's encouraging. Is is uh, your team is a, a co-ed team? If there's girls that want to play.
0: Uh, Yeah, Um, we I can't say we've had any girls uh, sign up yet. Um, We've had a number of uh, girls that were interested in playing, and I think got close to signing up, but uh, didn't pull the trigger. But uh, no, absolutely, if we've got young uh, young girls or young women that want to play, they're uh, they're invited to play Junior Spartans.
1: Hey, and um, let's talk. Let's get back to the parents' side of it. Is is there a a, do they have to volunteer? Do you guys have an a buyout or an opt-out fee? Things like that, and, and if so, well, how much is that? And what does it cost to be um, to be a player in this in this league in this uh, in the group with uh, Junior Spartans?
0: Yeah, you know uh, that player fee is something uh, we're pretty proud about. We keep it. Uh, we try to keep it as low as possible. Uh, we're just a little bit above three hundred dollars um, for uh, for the player season. We provide uh, all the equipment uh, that they need uh, to play. And, uh, you know, we do have an opt-out fee. Boy, I don't know on the top of my head. I think it might be $250. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, we, we actually do fairly well on the volunteer front. Um, and uh, you know, that's something that's been, I think, great for the program, right, is, is having parents that are engaged and willing to uh, volunteer and help make it uh, a great experience for the kids. And ultimately that's what it's about, right, you know, being able to have concessions and, and uh, you know, guys doing
1: the announcing at the stadium that just
0: makes a great experience for the kids.
1: Hey, so the $300 is a total fee? Correct. Boy, you know what good for you and I would be proud of that. Hardy, I would be really proud of that because there I there are some some numbers that um of some junior football programs that I've talked to that are about double that. And they're saying, "Look, even now we're we're struggling to 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 get to even on some of this stuff. And so good, good for you guys to be able to, uh, to, to do that. When, when somebody asks you, if a parent were to call you and say, Hey, look, my, my son is uh, going into fifth grade. And my concern is, is he really wants to play. His dad wants to play, but as his mom, I'm, I'm concerned. I don't know if, uh, if I'm ready for this. I don't know if he's going to be tough enough to play football or, you know the injury part. What do you t- How do you talk them through that to be able to say, "Hey, look, we're going to take good, good care of your son." Yeah,
0: you know, um, a, that's a great question, and there, I'd say there's almost a couple different answers to that. Um, number one, I would say is you know, with the with the people we uh, you know that have been coaching for the program, um, they're all dads. And, uh, you know, for the most part with a community like Brookfield, uh, you end up getting to know parents through other sports or other activities, sometimes church or even school. And uh, I think for a lot of parents, you know, knowing who the head coach is or knowing a coach on the roster uh, has been really helpful. And just kind of being like, yeah, I, you know, I trust this guy, you know, I know his kid, I know his family, and I know that he's not going to, uh, you know, push my son you know, beyond what he can do. Um, so I think that's part of it. Um, but, uh, also with, uh, one thing we've done in the last two years is we've, we've invited a representative of USA football, uh, to come and, and speak to moms that, uh, that are new to the program and really kind of address those safety issues head on. And, uh, you know, just going through that and having a chance to talk, uh, you know, not someone from junior Spartans, right. But a, a third party from USA football to go and say, Hey, Here's the training that goes into these coaches. Here's how things are different than when, uh, you know, even the parents were playing football. And uh, that's really been helpful, I think, to, to help uh, address some of those concerns.
1: Yeah, I, I, There's no doubt, and I think that's a great idea. We're going to get to a break, other side of the break. I, I have two more questions that, that I need to talk to Hardy about. One is uh, these these camps that they have going on. I think it's a great opportunity for kids in the area um, to, to, uh, to go to Brookfield East. I think it's uh, every Sunday. It started a couple of Sundays ago. There's still a few Sundays that are left. We'll ask him some questions about that. And I want to talk to Zeke for a couple of minutes. And the last segment of today's show, I'm going to talk to my son-in-law. And, uh, you know, we'll find out how much John Bonner knows about Brookfield East uh, junior Spartan football. I don't know. I've got a few questions for him, For uh, that's for sure. This is the Youth Sports Show. Brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on twelve fifty AM. The fan. All my friends know the low rider. Welcome the back low News, Fortune, rider to by Donovan is a little and on twelve fifty AM. The fan. I'm Mike McGiver. Thanks for joining me. We are talking Brookfield East Junior Spartan football with the president of that organization. And I'll tell you what, Hardy's doing a good job and and took over a couple years ago and has gone through, you know, this last year was difficult. Numbers are, are, are okay, and they would like to get more kids out. So if you have a son or a daughter in the Brookfield School District, in that area, Brookfield East area, and uh, you want to get uh, them involved or, or learn more about uh, this football organization, just Google juniorspartans.org juniorspartans.org, and Hardy's phone number is there. You can get a hold of him. Read the mission statement before you sign up, and you're going to feel pretty good about, you know, this organization that your kids are getting involved in. Again, juniorspartans.org. Hey, you guys are doing camps over at the high school every Sunday. Is that correct? That's correct. And so um, is is there a cost involved for these kids?
0: Yeah, so uh, this year the uh, high school coaches are running a a camp, six-week camp. Total cost is $60, and uh, we're two weeks into it, so we got four weeks to go. So uh, if you're interested in joining us on uh, Sunday afternoons, uh, by all means, uh, fill out a registration form available online and uh, bring it, and and let's play some football.
1: You know, you can text uh, Hardy some questions as well. If you go to their website, the phone number's there. Don't need to give it out. If you have interest... Again, Spartan. Uh, you just you go right to the website. It's juniorspartans.org to be able to get any questions you have because the website gives you a lot of answers to questions that I had. And if you have any others, like boy, can my my son still get involved in these camps? Can I come over and watch? Um, can I watch his practices? Any of that stuff? Look, when when he told me the cost is three hundred bucks for the year for the season that includes the equipment and all that, man, come on. You know, give four hours of your time, which is you don't have to give your time while your son's playing in the game. You do it before that or after that. So you can always watch your son or daughter um, play. Hey, Hardy, um, I'm going to cut you loose, man, because we need to talk to the talented one in the family, right? He is a seventh grade quarterback over at uh, Brookfield East. Uh, is Zeke ready to join us? Zeke, how you doing?
0: I think he's ready. Here you go. All
1: right. All right, I'm ready. Hey, Zeke, uh, this is Mike McGivern at 1250 AM, The Fan. How are you? Good, how are you? I'm doing good. Hey, we're talking uh, youth football. And look, I coached my son in basketball when he was growing up, and now he's married and got a little one of his own. And, and um, you know, we, uh, we laugh now about some of the things that he was thinking back in those days and what I was thinking. How is this going with, uh, with your dad being your football coach? Are you enjoying that?
2: Yeah, I really like it. It's it's nice having someone that I know and then being able to come back home and talk about practice and games and other things.
1: Hey, Zeke, are you a multi-sport athlete? Yeah, I
2: play basketball, football, and I run track.
1: Man, good for you. Um, is it depending on what the season is, your favorite sport, or do you know what your favorite one is?
2: Yeah, it's, it's always up for grabs. Whatever one's in season, I tend to. Like
1: more. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i like you, man. You know, when I was growing up, uh, it was baseball in the summertime. It was football in the fall and basketball in the winter. Can you hit a jump shot? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, boy. So I coached for a long time. And I can tell you this, Zeke, I would tell people this a lot. I loved multi-sport athletes. And I would tell them, look, if I've got a kid that played quarterback on the football team— and it's fourth and one, and they're down by four, and there's three seconds to go. And if that kid has enough moxie and courage and strength to to get the ball in the end zone to score a touchdown, he certainly can hit a free throw for me. My goodness, you know the pressure's on you. Do you like um, do you like being the quarterback and having that kind of pressure?
2: Yeah, you know it's it's always challenging, but at the end of the day, when especially when your team wins or whatever, it's it's a great feeling.
1: Hey, so when uh, when when you're in the huddle and you're calling the plays, that's your huddle, right? Yeah. You own that huddle, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you got a receiver saying, "Hey, man, throw me the ball, I'm open," you tell him, "Knock it off. No, we're running. What? Here's what we're running. If I see you're open, I might throw it to you." I uh, I like quarterbacks that take control. I've got to believe that you're a pretty good student as well. Yeah,
2: I'm. I'm good grades. And uh, I try to keep up with my homework so I can stay in sports.
1: Yeah, I think, you know, because it, it's uh, it's student athlete. It's not athlete first and student section, second. It, it's student athlete. So you make sure that, that you do that. Hey, how hard was it for you as a player with all this stuff going on with COVID and, and in August you're still not sure Are we going to play or are we not going to play? Not only is your dad the, the your coach, but he's also the president of this league, so I would assume that he was under a lot of pressure and feeling it a little bit. How were you during that time, not knowing if you guys were gonna play football or not?
2: Yeah, you know, it was it was different because usually you're expecting football and you know it's gonna happen, but this last year is kind of um, it was kind of challenging because I wasn't sure if we were gonna have a season and then when the season did start we had to get into it right away.
1: Hey, are you playing basketball this summer?
2: Yeah, I'm pl- I'm playing this spring and into the summer too.
1: For for who? Uh,
2: Ray Allen, it's the team in Milwaukee.
1: Oh yeah, I t- hey man. Again, I coached basketball 36 years, very familiar with Ray Allen. Um how is that summer league team doing? Are you guys playing well?
2: Yeah, we've been playing really well. We just won a championship this last weekend and uh, we've a really good team this year.
1: Where where did you win that championship?
2: Oh, uh, it was up in Appleton.
1: Man, good for you. That that's awesome. When you transition then, when when this part of basketball is over, and let's just say it gets to be August 1st, how do you transition your mind and your body getting ready to play football? Do you get out and start throwing a little bit, or how do you change what what you're doing? Yeah, you know, it's
2: nice. Um, I have friends that also play basketball, so... Once basketball season is over, I can just throw the football at them and start talking with my dad to get in the mindset.
1: Yeah. Do you guys get a chance to break down film together a lot and, and where he says, hey, look, you might have missed this read or, um, you know, it, it's got to be nice to be able to, to sit and, and, and break down film. For the most part, I would assume if you had a bad game, you probably don't want to do that with your dad. Um, but do you get a chance to do that a lot?
2: Yeah, after every game, we take home the cameras, and then my dad starts uploading the film, and we watch it together.
1: Man, that's that's awesome. Do you play defense as well? Yeah, I do. What, what position on defense?
2: Uh, free safety.
1: So if, you, if they made you choose one or the other, what do you choose?
2: I would choose quarterback.
1: Yeah, good for you. Do you get? Uh, do you get a chance to to talk on the sidelines about? Hey, Dad, maybe maybe we need to run this, or can we look? I'm I'm seeing something a little different. We should we should look to go this way.
2: For sure, yeah. My dad always asks me when I come on the sideline. He asks me if I see anything, and if I do, I tell him, and then we try out the play.
1: Hey, as a uh, as a seventh grader that's involved um, with the Junior Spartans football program do you go to the Friday night games and watch the varsity team and go home and close your eyes and think man one day that's where I'm going to be
2: yeah it's exciting watching the varsity play you know seeing the coach and knowing him a little bit sure and it, it gets me excited for high school
1: hey you know you know uh, coach Farley a little bit
2: yeah you know he coaches uh camps and I've I've talked to him a little bit before so It's nice how I'm talking
1: to him before. Hey, Zeke, do you know that that you're doing something that he has never been willing to do? And that is come on my show. He won't do it. (laughs) Zeke, next time you see him, you got to say, hey, it wasn't so bad. That Mr. McGivern is such a bad guy. He didn't ask me any tough questions that I couldn't handle. You let him know that it'd be okay if he came on my show, all right? All right. Hey, Zeke, you know what? Your dad said, hey, my, my younger son handles himself pretty well. He doesn't mind talking. And you've done a really good job. I've interviewed other 7th and 8th grade kids that, uh, that had a hard time with this. And you handled every question that I had. Two last ones. Um, your favorite subject in school?
2: Um, I think I got to go right now with history. I don't know why, but I like learning about like, what happened in the past. So it's got to be history.
1: That's good. I appreciate that. Um, and if you could get one more game back from the, all the all the games you've played, basketball, yeah, you know, and football, is there one game that still sticks in your craw and you think, man, if if we could have replayed that, we could have beat that team.
2: Um, I'm gonna go with this last year. It was the last game of the season it was against Germantown. They're a really good team, but um, I felt like um, if we were to play them again, we'd have a lot better chance, and I think we would be able to beat
1: them. Man, that's a great answer. Good for you. You know, a lot of kids would go. I, I have no idea. I don't really remember that. Zeke, you did. You did well. You are uh, good ambassador for your family and a great ambassador for this junior Spartan football program. Have a good. Uh, have a good day and uh, have a good weekend. And tell your dad thank you very much. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to invite John Bonner. Uh, on to end the show, he is my son-in-law, and my, son, so, my grandson, Keegan, is in fifth grade, played for the Junior Spartan Football Program, and now Logan's going to be in fifth grade, and he'll play for them next year as well. This is the youth Sports Show, brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen, heating and cooling on 1250 AM, The Fan. <music> Sports show on 1250 AM. The fan, as always, we're presented by our friends at Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling. Want to thank Hardy and his son Zeke. Man, seventh grade Zeke did a nice job. You can see why uh, why he owns that huddle. He's the quarterback on that program. We are now joined by, I guess, the fifth-grade coach. I don't know what he's doing at Brookfield East anymore. I know he was part of uh, the fifth-grade program last year, and now I'm looking online, and he's the head fifth-grade coach this year. He is my son-in-law, and he started his radio career on my Friday night scoreboard show when he was one of four guys going out and covering games, and my favorite one that he did was he was at Hart Park, and Sydney calls me. He's like, hey, I'm sitting uh, right behind Governor Walker. I'm like, hey, let's get him on the show. And so we had Governor Walker on from Hard Park because of John Bonner. Uh, He is my son-in-law, and uh, he's a guy I've got a tremendous amount of respect for. Hey, John, how you doing? Good. How are you doing? I'm good. Hey, thanks a lot for a couple minutes of your time. And I can tell you that Hardy, who is the president of the Spartan Youth Football, did a really nice job. And I I love the fact that right on their website they have their mission statement, and you, you know what you're getting into. When you get involved over there, when you guys moved into the Brookfield area, um, I know you were coaching football at Homestead and and said, you know, I think I want to probably, you know, maybe not coach at the high school level, but maybe coach my my boys and got involved with the junior Spartan team and and now you're on the board and stuff like that. So good for you to for for getting involved. Um, Any surprises for you, uh, coaching, at at that level? You go from, you know, a a program that's winning state championships to fifth-grade football. That had to be a little bit difficult.
3: Uh, Yeah, well, it was a little shock to the system at first, but it made it a lot more fun because Keegan was playing, and um, I was able to, you know, kind of help from a distance. I tried to make sure that he wasn't, uh, you know, I guess that I wasn't trying to get in his way or things like that with his development. But, um, you know, that's one of the big shockers for me was that I didn't quite understand, um, you know, how much that these kids could, um, that how much that they could take in practice, you know, we were working on different schemes we were working on um, a lot of different things. And I just wasn't allowing them to tackle. And, uh, one of our other coaches, Jeff Greasy, he said, you know, um, you yeah you're you're going to have to just let them tackle here and i was like well i don't know if they're ready for that and he's like well when are they ever going to be ready you know and uh it it was, it was kind of that part to me you know getting to know the youth side of things and kind of i was coddling them a little bit um and, trying not to go as as hard as i would at the high school level he, but he, um other than that i mean it,
0: it
3: it was pretty shocking to me also to see that uh, the hearts that these kids had, and and the passion that they had to play football, which was tremendous
1: at the fifth grade level. And we did things different, you know. I coached, um, I coached grade school, and I coached Matthew in like third and fourth AU, fifth, sixth AU. Before I moved into the high school level, you you hadn't coached at this level. You started with at Pewaukee with Coach Iverson, and went over to Brooks Central with, with Joe Cook, and then obviously with uh, with Dave Keel at Homestead. So that was a whole, you know, just a whole different level, and then to come down to coach kids in fifth grade, um, I knew that it would be a little difficult in the beginning because this, you know, you were, you were, you had a whole different expectation when you're coaching 15, 16, 17, 18-year-old kids to now you're coaching kids that might be playing tackle football for the first time in their life.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely, and it was, like I was saying, you know, it was interesting, but I adjusted. You know, it took me a couple weeks, and with COVID, we didn't quite get our full practice in in August, in the month of August. But um, I adjusted pretty quick, and you know, I grew to, you know, understand. I, you know, I had to learn the ropes and things like that, and um, you know, it was. It's one of those where it is a learning curve. You know, and kids playing tackle football for the first time, and making sure that they know how to do it the correct way and do it safe, and. Um, also, you know, making sure that their parents know, like, this is, Hey, this is a safe thing. We got We're we're doing it the right way. And, um, yeah, so definitely, I mean, um, and like I said, I, you know, I've enjoyed it and having Keegan there and now Logan's going to be fifth grade. Yeah. I'm, uh, the fifth grade head coach for this fall. And, uh, I, I can't, I can't see doing anything, uh, other than doing that this year. So,
1: Hey, well, you're coaching at Milwaukee Lutheran right now a little bit, right?
3: i am yeah i i retired from high school uh, football coaching uh after about 15 years of it and uh i said i'm done and i have to that coach over there and uh they have a spring season and i just said you know what I, yeah you didn't have to bend my arm too much i got back in and it's yeah that and that whole group has been fun to work with as well and uh they're super coachable i love those kids over there i hardly even know them and I told them that this week. I was like, I hardly know you guys, and, and I already love you guys. You know, it's, it's a good, it's a good program right now, and they're four and zero right now, playing a tough Racine Horlick on Friday.
1: So. Yeah, well, and this is uh, we're we're taping this during the week because uh, um, Hardy and, and John had some things going on Saturday, so we'll know when this airs if uh, Milwaukee Lutheran how they did against Racine Horlick. Hey, John, when uh, when you got involved over there. W- the relationship for you and, and, and Keegan, um, you know, I, I watched and, and I tried to listen a little bit because I know that there's some ups and downs and some difficult things that go along with coaching our, our sons. Um, easy transition for you guys?
3: Um, it, it wasn't too bad. You, Keegan and I, you know, we have a pretty good relationship to the point of we can be open and talk about, um, you know, different things if something's bothering him or if something's bothering me. Um, the thing that I did though, is I made sure, uh, he, he played receiver and defensive back and, um, you know, I made sure that there were other people coaching him and I would give him pointers here and there. And if he wouldn't get his arms up and get his, you know, get his hands right and things like that, you know, I would help him out. But, um, I tried to stay back, um, as much as I could just because, you know, first and foremost, I mean, he is my son and, and second, it's, uh always good for kids to learn from other people that aren't their parents, especially when their parents are coaching.
1: And third, um, and John, third, yes. your, your wife is a lot like her daddy. And so you you want to be real careful, you know. Um, I, you want to be real careful. I my daughter's the best, man. Katie's the best, but you don't want to you don't want to cross her. She's uh, she's a little bit like I am, and that Irish comes up. So you be you be careful um, about that. Hey, so this year with with you doing fifth, and we got we're just about out of time. Um, you'll uh, get a chance to to coach Logan, correct?
3: Correct, yep. he will be uh, first time playing tackle um, this fall. So, yep, he will be on the fifth grade
1: team. Man, I, I well, thank goodness that, you know, you don't have any crazy grandparents running up and down the sidelines or any of that stuff because you <laughs> wouldn't want any of that. I told the story in the first segment, John, about the McGuanago game and Keegan saying, yeah, well, what pretty girl did you marry? And you get in trouble <laughs> with your nana on that one. He is John Bonner. He's the fifth grade coach now over at Brookfield East. For more information... Go to juniorspartans.org. Juniorspartans.org. There's still time to sign up. They're doing camps on Sunday. They got four of those left, as Hardy talked about. All the information you need about this program and how to get a hold of people is on juniorspartans.org. John Bonder, thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time. And you're getting, look, you've probably got as much airtime on 1250 over the years as, as anybody except me and Sparky, baby, right?
3: Yeah, probably. I mean, you know, what? I'm still looking for that, you know, coho spot. So, you know, if you're if you're ready to bring somebody in, I'll I'll step in anytime you need me to.
1: And you know what? We must be breaking up because the show's ended. <laughs> Here's John Bonner against Spartan JuniorSpartans.org. Have a good day, John. You too, thanks. Thanks. This is the U Sports Hero brought to you by Donovan and Jorgensen Heating and Cooling on twelve fifty AM. The Fan.